Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. to the Metal Forge. I'm your host, Mark Jackson, and I'm going to be pounding out the best regional metal for you tonight. If you're new to this show, pick up your hammer and get down with some of these featured guests. Got any questions or comments? Send them to MetalForgeRadio at gmail.com. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Holy shit, what a week it has been. I want to thank everybody for checking out the episode last week with High Spirits uh, with Mr. Chris Black, who called in talking about that it was a super awesome episode i love love talking to that guy on the phone he was super cool dude so anyways tonight i'm gonna have tyler hill calling in from lurker at the threshold with a since they're no longer a band he's doing something new but we're still gonna play some lurker songs tonight along with i'm gonna be checking in at the barrel house on market with ed snyder black from wchq fame and that'll be an on location so you're going to hear a little bit of a windy stuff in the background there because it was outside. The interview was outside. The show was not outside. Uh, but the show was Julius Banshee Child and Manic Method this past Saturday night at um, the Barrel House on Market in Jeffersonville, Indiana. It was a super cool show, fun, fun show to go to. So many people there that it was like, oh, wow holy shit, you know, it's really cool to see you. I haven't seen you in like a month or like three or four months. You know, I love all the people on there. You know, I do want to play a song tonight from that show. I'm actually going to play a couple. I'm going to play a Banshee Child song called Fortune Fame, and I'm going to play Beast by Julius that were recorded on location at that show. So before we get into anything... Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for the Patreon subscribers. Thank you for, you know, just listening. You know, it's just so fucking cool, man. You know, and I appreciate all of you that that weekly get the show and just sit there and shoot me a message and just sit there and say, dude, you're doing a good job. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you all so much. This is Fortune Fame by Banshee Child.
Jeffersonville, Indiana, with Mr. One, Ed Black, from WCHQ fame. Oh, my God, we're back. back. Yeah, like uh, three three weeks for getting a band back together. Um, (laughs) Ed, what have you been doing since uh, the departure from WCHQ? Well, if you want the specific truth, I've been sulking on the couch in an utter pit of despair. Hey, that was Uh, the name of the original show. Yeah, just... uh, (laughs) Just trying to, you know, just trying to figure out what my next move was going to be. And uh, to be honest with you, I have no idea. Because there was, there, you know, because everybody who knows me knows that I started out in stand-up 2001. I've been doing that off and on for years. And right around the time that the radio station is closing down, there's a little 5% part of me. It's like, you know, you really ought to go back to stand-up and give it an honest try while the other 95% was going... God, no! God, don't do that shit again! Oh, my God. Kill yourself first! Oh, come on, man. So, that's been my attitude. I mean, give it an honest try if you want. I mean, 
I don't know I if mean, I, d I don't want to go back to it to be honest with you. I'm just I'm so done with it. But. I, I could dig that. I've, I've I've sat on the couch many a times, you know, thinking that I was done playing music and such. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe I'll get back out there and play it another gig or two. But as of right now, nothing nothing serious, right? Just, you yeah. said you uh, earlier you were doing some stuff for um, yeah. I got uh, seeing some shows. Uh, Derek Manley got in touch with me. Of course, you know Derek from our afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Yeah, with Derek Wade Manley. Derek Wade Manley. Or yeah, the his, or the, uh, the weekend wind up. Yeah, his, well, that's that was Michael Logston. Oh, but that my, was my, oh, my, Michael. Was, but Michael's was in the band. The, yeah, Michael's in the band. Um, I was also. What was the other thing? The uh, it was the show that he had done. It was Thursdays from 5.30 to 6. It was where he was putting out all of the, uh, the essentially the concert view for the stage stuff on the weekends. Oh, okay. Right. Weekend warning. That's we what I was saying. The weekend of. warning. Yeah, that's right. That was Derek's thing, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Derek had contacted me, and he said, um, he was actually talking about before we even left the radio station New Year's Eve, and he was saying, you know, I got some gigs for Zuzu Yaya coming up. He's like, would you want to MC those? And at the time, I was just kind of like, I don't really know. It's, it's like, like the do you want to come out and tell jokes while we set up? It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's the same night that the station is ending. I'm just depressed by the end of the night because you got you got to imagine, you know, stroke of midnight, New Year's Eve. That was an awful time for me. It was, a, you know, it was just like you go from being a DJ, program director, board operator of this radio station, stroke of midnight, you're nothing. Right. You're nothing again. So... I was in that mind frame when he asked me. I was like, I don't really know. It's like, I don't think I'd be that good at it. And, uh, so he had, I, I did go out to Jimmy Can't Dance where they were performing. It's a little jazz right. club down in downtown Louisville. And, uh, and apparently I, he can't dance. No, no. I was, I was like, I was trying to figure out why this place was named Jimmy Can't Dance. It was just like that. It, I actually used this talking about in my MCing gig, uh, saying like, I would have loved to have sat in on that board meeting because there, this is basically a group of people sitting around talking about things they don't like about Jimmy. Like, wow. man, they, man, that Jimmy ain't got no rhythm. It's like, no, that's not going to work. No, nah, that wouldn't man, be a good that, one. Yeah, Jimmy, he, he's got a big nose. It's like, no, that doesn't. Man, that it Jimmy, doesn't have the same ring as yeah. Jimmy can't dance. You see, and that's Jimmy that, big nose. See, Come on they, down and see Zuzu. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy big noses. You see, and, that, <laughs> and, that, and that's when somebody said, said, man, Jimmy can't dance. They go, well, what's that last one? Ah. Jimmy can't. I like that. Let's use that. So, you know, that's, Definitely. that's something I just kind of pulled out of my ass while I'm up on stage. And, you know, you can almost see, like, you know, the... The, 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 the tears in my eyes still because I've been crying oh, a lot from the station. You're ending. tough skinned. I mean you put up with you put up with the Metal Forge for a year. <laughs> wow, they said well, Banshee really Child fast. is getting ready to take the stage here over at the Barrel House on Market. Yeah. And feel like we should get in and go see them. Absolutely. Ed, thank you. It's been awesome. It's been great seeing ah, you, Mark. <laughs> Hey, this is Karen from Julius, and you're listening to the Metal Forge right here with Mark Jackson.
right now with Mr. Tyler Hill. Tyler, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing really good. How about yourself? Dude, I am awesome. It has been, it started to get super cold again this week and, uh, you know, here in the Louisville area. So it's just got to, got to love the winters around here. You know, you don't know if it's going to be 50 or, th- or 20. Yeah. We've been having some nice weather. Then we <laughs> jumped right back in the winter. Oh uh, yeah. Like maybe fall, spring will pop in. up soon. <laughs> I hope so. Because you know, that means that it's, uh, you can get rid of the hoodie, but you can go and you can rock out the battle battle vest exactly. and, <laughs> and go to shows and especially go to outside shows. Cause, uh, uh those, those are some of my kick, favorite. Oh, absolutely. Festivals kick ass. I'm always a big fan of the festival shows, you know, especially like metal fest here in, here in Louisville, Shepherdsville, check, you know, where, wherever that's Alan's going to really have good it. One. Yeah, that's always a good one to check out. There's a, there's a lot of great, great artists on, on those lineups. Always is. Alan has always had a good, a good like idea for, for booking good bands. So, and, and just bringing a community together to, to support his cause, you know, with, with the cancer fighting. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, Jeremy, no cancer fighting weekend. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, and for him to be doing it as long as he has, it's it it just kicks ass. I think it's going into maybe it's ninth, I believe. I believe so. This is its ninth year. Uh I've I've played a couple of them. Yeah, I, I have the shirts. I, I, <laughs> I, yeah, right. I've played uh, all of them but one. I think it was six, maybe five or six that I wasn't a part of. Oh wow. Uh but I mean, you know, we started off. Uh, I was in a band called Red Out Lies, and uh, we played the first year there. We opened the thing, and it was a few hours later. Uh, a band had dropped off. Alan asked us to jump back on there, and we did. And oh man, it was so hot! <laughs> it was, oh yeah, it was yeah. like 110 degrees. <laughs> and we doing our second set. It was that was a brutal day, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, got to meet a lot of new people. You know, just through. Uh, his events oh absolutely mine played the uh the first year that they had it in both the indoor and outdoor yeah so i think that was three and the bar was just absolutely horrendously hot through the entire day because (laughs) it was so hot outside but like, yeah, they, if I remember right, they didn't have much of a air conditioning in that in that in that bar. No, they didn't. And it's have much, small anyway, right? And so you get they, a bunch of people in there. Yes, and it was just ridiculous. So yeah, I totally know. But I'm looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be a good festival show this year. But this isn't about you know like stuff like this. But what you know, what have you been up to lately? You know you. You were in Lurker at the Threshold, but that ceases to lurk any longer. So what's yeah, go- we uh, we no longer lurk. Uh, we're all still great friends. Uh, I wish I could talk to them a little bit more, but I picked up uh, another job uh, in my downtime. So I've just been working two jobs and taking care of kids at the moment. Uh, but I'm trying to get something back on its feet, uh, nice. something uh, similar to Lurker, uh, but with a little bit. I guess more harsher tones involved. Oh uh, yeah, and it's actually me and uh, Nate Stevens, uh, Lurker's other guitar player. We're moving forward with the project. I'm not going to name drop to any other people, but we got some pretty cool people interested. Secret, uh, 
yeah, nothing official yet. So keeping secrets. <laughs> but we we've had a few jam sessions in the last couple of weeks, and it's been sounding really promising uh, and heavy. So, which is uh, what we're all about here on the Metal Forge is all heavy. absolutely. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that progresses and hopefully get back to playing shows uh, at the beginning of the summer. Absolutely. Well, uh, I will definitely keep you all in mind for the Metal Forge Live at 21st Amendment Tavern that I put on. We, you know, every every pretty much everybody who shows up on there has been a guest of the show at some point. And then later this year, I'm going to start putting some people on there from other cities because we're reaching out to other bands. So Right on. That's awesome. So... Since you're getting together with uh, new musicians as well, how do you guys get together, and what do you all do to write a song? Um, really, it's kind of enter a room, uh, toss back a couple ideas, like, "Hey, check this riff out," or you know, "Check this out." Uh, let's mess around with that for a little bit, you know, see what we can tinker with. Uh, so, so that's, it's, that's so it's a collaborative it. effort at this point. Um. Pretty much, like uh, me and Nate, we have several songs uh, already written, uh, so we've been kind of using that as uh, something to build upon. Uh, not something that we might actually use later down the road, but just a starting point. You right know? on. Yeah, I could dig that. Uh, to get a get a feel, kind of a, a sound mapped out, you know, figure out what direction to go. Definitely. So when you get in there, you know, what is, do you have like a typical concept you guys like to stick with writing songs? Do you, you know, does everything have to be like about true crime or is everything about ghosts? You, you <laughs> see what I'm getting at here? Is I mean, um, me for me, I don't really care what it's about. You know, I'm not super political, so I don't really want to jump into like political stuff about music um, or religious stuff. Other than that, whatever, you know, absolutely. I could, I, I'm about 110% on board with that, too. So uh, nothing overly political, nothing overly religious. I I could, yeah, 100% agree. <laughs> you know, that's, you know, that's not, those are, you know, my opinions. You know, I don't want those, you know, in my music. Right. Uh, right. So from any other previous band, do you, uh, do you listen to yourself musically? Other, um, uh, I, I try to ask actually, that based off of not a critique factor. Right. Uh, no, not really. Uh, sometimes I might go back and look and listen to something from like 10 years ago and be like, oh, okay. I guess that wasn't too bad. <laughs> it's like you get uh, but, to hear the progression of things. Yeah, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I don't. I don't put a CD on of myself and jam it. Right? Yeah. Do you uh, do you sit there and you put it on there and you're like, "What the fuck was I thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> they usually, I will can treat more like that. Be like, man, I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have done that instead, okay. or I wish I would have added this harmony over it. Right? Or I what can, have I you? I dig that. Like hindsight is twenty twenty, as they say. Yeah. Okay. So what is the allure to to music to you? Uh, I don't. It's always kind of been in my my dad's side of the family. Uh, I had a lot of musicians on his side, you know, touring musicians as well, mostly with a uh, country. 
uh, and stuff like that. Uh, and they've just always played and it's always just kind of been there. And then I started picking it up, uh, I guess early teenage years or whatnot and discovering stuff on my own. And it's, it's just kind of been that retreat for me, you know, a way to get away, uh, something and to create something of your own. Uh, and I guess that's what's always pulled me to it. Right on. I can, I could definitely relate to that as well. So it's like, you know, it's part of the relaxing factor. Right. Being able to get out the creativity so you don't have to, you know, go crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, right. I've got all these bad emotions inside. How do I get it out? Oh, this loud, angry music. Right. Right. And, <laughs> and you know, that, that, that typically, that's been a, a pretty common answer, actually. So, and I can relate to it as well. So, if you could have played any concert from days gone past, what would it be? Oh, man, that's a good question. Because there's so many. It's, yeah. And there's I've, I've seen so many good ones that came through Louisville. Uh, and that's a really tough one to answer. I mean, most people answer uh, stuff like, I would like to play, I would have liked to have played Woodstock or, you know, something like that. But, I mean, even looking past that, like, you know, like some, like Live Aid or um what is uh Isle of Wight? You know, I look at stuff yeah. like that, you know. Right. Uh really something I would like to be a part of uh, is that full terror assault that's in Ohio, I believe. Illinois. Illinois. In, in Cave Rock, Illinois, it's yeah. usually the first weekend of September. Yeah. I know. I think it's still a pretty new Yeah, six event. years. Six years. Yeah, this this okay. year is the sixth year. Um, but there's always some really cool Louisville bands that's been representing the last couple of years. Oh, hell yeah. Eulogy and Blood was on it last year. Yeah, Stonecutters uh, have been on Stone it. Stonecutters have been on it. Uh, I think that one would be, show. yeah, I think that would be a really cool one to participate in. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've been wanting that to That doesn't quite answer fan. your question, but yeah. Oh, definitely. no, that does. That definitely answers my question, you know. It doesn't have to be like this ridiculous you know like walking, yeah. like walking or, or woodstock right. or anything like that i mean because it's it's actually it's really close it's a close to home gig that's four days and, yeah and looking at the pictures you know it looks like it kicks ass so oh man I, I'd whenever it comes around i've got so many people on my facebook feed or a few of them that go and i'm just jealous looking at the pictures right because <laughs> i think it's a i think it's pretty pretty big deal i think if you go for the full four days it's like 125 bucks and that includes camping and everything so yeah but i mean oh i'd totally love to i I dig that 100 percent. that's that's total a total metal answer <laughs> <laughs> right huh what is your greatest musical accomplishment uh that's another tough one uh i don't think i've gotten there yet uh so hopefully this next thing will be. <laughs> hopefully it'll be it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which uh, the the second part of that is what's your goal to surpass that? But, uh, but yeah, I'm just I'm really anxious to uh, put out a record uh, and have you know some material for people to listen to uh, that's decent quality. Uh, I haven't been able to do that with Lurker, right? So I'm hoping 
you know, that's that's my next goal. But you all have, I guess. But you all have stuff digitally, though. We had some recordings. It was mostly like some live stuff we uh, cut, you know, in okay. a uh, rehearsal setting or whatnot. Uh, but nothing that really got mixed and mastered, mastered, you know. Oh, okay, I see that now, um, because uh, I I am going to feature uh, another couple of songs from those. As yeah, well. and and the stuff that uh, we have posted on there, uh, it also dates back from when we were called a uh, left her body in the woods uh, oh. about five years ago. Uh, and some of those songs on there, we didn't play those as lurker. Uh, some of them we did. I don't know. <laughs> I get it. I did. So, if you could have written any song or album from somebody else, what what would it be? Oh, man. I mean, uh, I usually use this as a gauge, like, what uh, speaks to you the most, and that usually that's what people answer, is... You know, and I always... This is, use... this is totally not going to be a metal band at all. Oh. Uh... But uh, Silver Tears, uh, Neon Ballroom. I've been listening to that a lot lately, and I just really love that album. Uh, I used to listen to it when it came out and whatnot. I hadn't listened to it in years. For some reason, some of the songs popped in my head, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah. Started listening to the first song on the album. Next thing you know, I'll do it all. Interesting. And, uh, I have heard so many people say so many different things, non-metal related, like, Oh, I'd love to have written like this Willie Nelson album or this Jethro Tull album or yeah. something like that. And it's just like I have actually never had Silver Chair referenced. And I think that is really? really Yeah, I think that's really cool because it it stands a test of time where like, you know, at one point in time in music that was a big thing. I, absolutely. I mean, uh, and for me, when I was first started playing guitar, I was heavy into grunge. And Nirvana was my thing. And, you know, from there, like, you know, Civil Chairs, more earlier albums were more grunge. Right. Uh, but that Neon Ballroom, it just added the orchestra kind of stuff into it. And then still having some heavier tracks on there. And lyrically, like, it all just spoke to me, you know, when I first heard it, so... Absolutely, yeah. I could, I could dig that. It makes total sense. But I could name off a ton of albums like that, though. Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins, uh, uh, Melancholy, and Infinite Sadness. Like that would have just been an incredible album to write. Oh, definitely. I mean, it's just epic all the way through. Two discs, <laughs> right? And then just think at at the end of all of that, you could go promote wrestling. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like like Billy Corgan's doing now. That's hilarious. Yeah, I uh, yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah, it's <laughs> so great. You know, although I I really love it on unlike the credit scenes for the for that show, they actually credit him as William Corgan, <laughs> which is funny. Because got to be professional about it, right? Now he's all now he's all professional big time. <laughs> he's like a new Vince McMahon. <laughs> oh my god! Just balder. <laughs> What's that? Just balder and, yeah. and not as muscular. <laughs> right, and just balder and not as muscular. Exactly right. <laughs> Here is a musical question, and you did say silver chair as a as a thing. So, uh, you are familiar with the concept of Spinal Tap. Yeah. You you've, have you have you seen this as Spinal Tap? Yes. 
So you know the hilarity that ensues in being in a band. Absolutely. The question is, is do you have a favorite Spinal Tap moment from your career musically? Or even in life in general? Oh, man. I've I've got a a couple pretty good ones musically. Go for it. Uh, The floor is yours. I've got one. Uh, We played a show at Uncle Pleasant's when it was still around. And uh, we got there super early. It was like two or three in the afternoon, oh, something wow. like that. Uh, and I can't. We, we opened up. I was playing with Red Eyed Lies, and we opened up with a a national act. I can't remember who was coming through. Uh, but anyway, we get our stuff loaded in, and our vocalist is hammer drunk. It's three in the afternoon. <laughs> it's the middle of summer. It's hot. <laughs> and he's complaining how hot it is and how hungry he is and how broke he is. And we're all broke. <laughs> right, because we're local musicians. <laughs> yeah. So there's like a, a Mr. Gaddy's or something uh, down the street. And he goes walking down the street. And it's about 20 minutes later. We're standing outside. And he comes running down the sidewalk, and he's got a plate full of pizza. And he's spilling pizza everywhere, just a trail. <laughs> Leading from Mr. Gaddy's. And, <laughs> and he's like, I got food, guys. I got food. Oh, my God. I was gosh. like, what did you do? He was like, I just ran and just started filling up a plate. I was like, all right. Wow. That, oh that, my that God. one was pretty funny. That's probably why they're out of business now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I don't know if it's still open or not. The Gettys, anyway. Now, if it's over by Uncle P's, uh, I think it's out now. So, I think there's only one, maybe two left. Yeah. So you said you had another one. What's the? uh, I'm curious. What's the other one? Uh, No, I don't think I can go into that one. (laughs) Oh no, this is a podcast. You can say whatever you want. (laughs) I can. I can even say fuck now. (laughs) uh, i'll keep i'll keep that one to myself all right leave a little mystery but uh but yeah there's been a few moments like that uh you know every band has them oh definitely definitely we do every every single band does so all right and like i said here's a little bit of a quote whimsical question stuff you know with along with the the spinal tap that's the that's the thing is do you have a favorite movie my favorite movie uh i'm a big uh horror movie buff uh so some of my favorites are on you know the original halloween uh creature from the black lagoon uh i love the slasher stuff like friday the 13th halloween i already said that uh you know freddy uh but i'm huge in Huge into that. Uh, more of the older stuff. Uh, you know, anything 80s and earlier. Right, right. You know, it's uh, so cool that you say creature because I actually have a patch on my battle jacket for the uh, Amazonian Expedition Tour. Oh, right on. Yeah, it was, it's so cool because it's like, yes, it's, it's creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, so. I've got creature tatted on my, the back of my leg. Nice. Uh, and, uh... 
that's actually currently what my wallet is. It's a creature from the Black Lagoon wallet I'm carrying around now. Like, uh, like from his skin? No, I'm kidding. Right. <laughs> creature, yeah. creature leather? It's, yeah, it's made from a alligator, actually. Oh, uh, so it, yeah, I could, it's totally yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. I dig that. Um, do you have a favorite, uh, like an actual, like one film you could pinpoint as your favorite? Or is it, it's just a big schmoz? It, for me, it'd be a toss-up between a... Uh, the Last House on the Left or uh, Halloween. It'd be a toss-up between those two. Nice. And I can, you know, uh, John Carpenter. Not the remake. <laughs> right, right, right. The actual Carpenter. Um, you know yeah. you know, he actually went to Western Kentucky as well for college. I did not know that. Yeah, he, he transferred from Western Kentucky to uh, UCLA or S- USC or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe not. Am I thinking of you? USC? That's South Carolina, right? I don't know. So I know it was, <laughs> I know it was to film school. I'm thinking he went to UCLA, though. Uh, somebody will definitely peg me on Facebook if I got it wrong. But I do know right. that he went to Western <laughs> Kentucky. Uh, all right. Now, uh, final question. What's your guilty pleasure musically? <laughs> Guilty pleasure musically. I've got a few of those. Uh, Taylor Swift. I can oh. dig some Taylor Swift. Uh, you like jamming out like 1989 or something? <laughs> no, more of like her uh, country stuff when she first came out. Oh, okay. Uh, I just think her voice is really pretty right. uh, on that kind of on the on those songs. Uh, uh, what's another one? Taking Back Sunday. I love Taking Back Sunday. I used to get ripped on it hard. Oh, uh, Fallout Boy. R- and, really? Uh, That's surprising, actually. Uh, and what's funny is I people used to look like say I used to look like a member of Fallout Boy for the longest time. It drove me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, I don't like that shit, man. That's not <laughs> yeah, me. And then you're, and then you're yeah, playing. And you're playing I've only got bedroom. four of their CDs in my car. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I don't like that shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any parting words? Anybody you want to shout out to? Any words of wisdom to for anyone out there before before we go? Uh, and just check out your local scene. There's a lot of great artists uh, in Louisville. Artwork for the blind. Uh, Grandshaw there in Bowling Green, but they play up here often enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, and have been together for like blood. 12 years. Yeah, forever. All great guys, too. Uh, who else? Eulogy and Blood, uh, Volcandra. Uh, there's so many good ones. You know, just check out a show. I mean, that's the big thing. Go to a show. Yeah, go. you know, that's something that I've always sit there and said, too. It's like, you know, go to shows, support the people who aren't making a million dollars a year doing this. You know? mean, we're, we're just doing it, you know, for fun, you know. And, right. And hopefully to, you know, share our a part of ourselves with the listeners. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, that's the biggest thing you can do is go to a show. For sure. All right. Well, I'm going to play some more songs and we're going to check back with you in a couple of months hopefully where you might have your new project uh to be uh named at this point uh 
have yeah, keeping that secret too. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Well, yeah, you have to. Box full of secrets over here. Right, because you never know. You never know who's going to listen to these shows. I mean, I had people in Chicago listening to it last week because I had Chris from High Spirits on, uh, which is an awesome band. If you haven't heard them, check them out. Definitely should. Uh, uh, there's another band from up there, uh, Inner Decay. Uh, oh, yeah. We played with a metal fest with them. Uh, I think at Metal Fest 7. Oh, really cool dudes. Awesome band. So definitely give them, check them out as well. Uh, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for, uh, you know, calling in, Tyler. It's been awesome. Uh, and we're definitely going to look forward to seeing what you've got coming out. All right. I'll be, I'll be letting you know when I, when I'm ready. All right. Thank you, man. All right. Thank you very much.
Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait.